Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. for Simple Faith on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host, Dale Carlson. Welcome to Simple Faith. I'm so glad that you're listening today, and we have a really important program for you today. Uh, uh, An important bill that's going before the legislature, uh, any time, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, it is accurate. Yeah. I'm here with uh, Jim Barnes as normal. No, I, I, are you normal, Hello. Jim? Hello. Are you Jonah? Hello. I sure <laughs> am. Oh, good. <laughs> and Bob Bomier and, uh, and Laurel Libby, uh, state representative uh, today. But before we get started, I just want to tell you, Bob and I just got back from visiting the Lifehouse in Hebron. And it is a place that, uh, it is God that has provided this place. It is a fabulous place that's uh, designed to support um, moms who uh, might be considering other methods of ending their pregnancy uh, and uh, supporting them and, um, and taking care of them, helping them become moms, the moms they want to be. Uh, I tell you, I, I just, I, I, I wasn't prepared for what we saw up there in terms of a, a, a place that is absolutely gorgeous. The, the, uh, the view up there is tremendous. This is a ex um, a bed and breakfast and it's totally, it's gorgeous. You'd want to spend your vacation there. I'm telling you what, it is absolutely phenomenal. The price that they were able to pay for it and, um, and, uh, and the volunteers that are up there right now just making it beautiful, it's just it's, it's incredible. You need, to, you need to see this place. I, I, I'm not kidding. You need to go up and see it. And God bless these women. Uh, they've got a mortgage, and uh, I don't think they know what they've bid off in terms of what it's going to cost to run this place, but that mortgage needs to be paid off. And, uh, and they need volunteers up there, um, uh, and they need, you know, I, I don't know what it's going to cost to, uh, to house these women um, and their babies up there as, as, uh, as they're going through that process, but it's going to be an expensive ministry, but it is totally worthwhile. And I'm so happy today to have Laurel Libby um, talk about the dark side of this equation um, today. So, Laurel, I want to turn this over to you. And um, I want to give you as much time as you need to, uh, to tell us what we need to do and what needs to happen um, about this, um, this uh, legislative bill that's, that's up for vote um, when? 
Absolutely. Well, Dale, actually, before I before I go into when, I'll back up a little bit and talk about the history. We're, of course, talking about LD 1619. This is the bill that Governor Mills introduced back in January. She gave a press conference and, uh, flanked by most of the legislative Democrats, announced this bill that would be coming forward uh, to allow late-term abortion here in Maine. Mm. And so uh, currently, our law allows abortion up to 24 weeks, ballpark about 24 weeks. That's uh, the, the, the point of viability. And so when we talk about viability, that is when the baby would survive outside the womb, right? So our, our current law allows abortion up to that point, up till the point where a baby would survive outside the womb with, you know, just a little assistance. And so that's where our law currently is. This bill would expand that so that a woman could have an abortion at any time in pregnancy here in Maine for any reason up until birth. Mm. And so back in January, I and, and others were at that press conference and listened in shock. And the following month in February, we launched Speak Up for Life and held events around the state uh, with the goal being to educate and empower Maine people and very specifically, really, the Maine church mm. to speak up on behalf of the unborn and oppose this legislation. Uh, because without Maine people doing just that, this this bill is, quite frankly, a slam dunk uh, and would have Ooh. passed very quickly. Absolutely. It is, it's shocking, Jim, that 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 would be the case. Um, but that's where we are legislatively in our state. So uh, we held a number of events around the state. We, we've talked to thousands of people, educating them on even who their legislators are. A lot of people don't know who their legislators even mm -hmm. are. And so um, we, we've seen people go from not even knowing who their legislators are to coming out to uh, testify at a public hearing. The public mm -hmm. hearing for LD 1619 broke records with the length of the the public hearing with the amount of testimony there were hundreds and hundreds of people who came out to the state house many of them for the first time mm. visiting augusta and the state house for the first time in their lives and speaking against this legislation since then they've been calling their legislators and and advocating emailing writing letters writing letters to the editor doing all of these things um working towards killing this bill and so where we are now is that just this past week, uh, the Judiciary Committee, the Committee of Jurisdiction over this bill, over the abortion issue, held two work sessions. Uh, two work sessions because there were a lot of uh, shenanigans that went on trying to make it hard for Maine people to participate in this process. But uh, the work session did finally occur and uh, the committee voted what we anticipated that they would vote, and that is that this bill ought to pass, was the majority report, with all... In spite of all the people that absolutely, came up. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Going against the will of the people, uh, voting ought to pass. And the next step for LD1619 is to go to the floor of the House for a vote. And that, Dale, is really, that's the crux of this bill. Mm -hmm. we, we always knew that it would come through committee with an ought to pass um, in that we're unlikely to defeat it in the Senate. So that means where we where we have to sway people and, and uh, have folks reach out to their legislators is in the House and making sure that we have enough representatives in the House that vote no to defeat this bill. 
Do you think that's possible? I mean, is what what? Uh, yeah, I I do think it's possible, it, and it depends on a, a number of factors. One is simple numbers: who's mm-hmm. in attendance when it's brought forward for a vote? Who's in attendance in attendance in the as, house? Uh, you yeah. mean as as us as voters or as well? As the, that's the, the people. That's great. The, the, both, the, both. Both. I would yeah, say. Yeah. You know, uh, I think the legislators in the Capitol need to see that Maine people are there, that they're advocating against it, and that it really is the will of the people. Um, but also attendance of, of our representatives, my fellow representatives in the House. If we are missing, uh, you know, a certain number of folks who would vote against this, um, or a certain number of folks who would vote for it, even just a couple legislators makes a significant difference on a bill like this. Mm-hmm. So we need every person who's going to be voting no on this to plant their bottoms in their seats and stay there for the duration of our right. session, even when it goes into the night. Uh, so it, it does depend on attendance. It also uh, very much depends on main people continuing to reach out to their legislators. And so uh, there's multiple ways for people to do that. The, the first way uh, is to simply go online at uh, our website, speakupforlife.com, and sign up for our updates so we can get people plugged in. Uh, And when we send out action items like, you know, call your representative or come to the state house on this date or, uh, you know, email this group of legislators that folks know what action items to to participate in and and when so that they can be involved in this process. But there's also simply call your state representative and tell them to vote no. We need folks all over the state to reach out to their representatives in that way and make sure that the, their legislators know that the will of the people is to vote no. Well, how do they know who their legislators are? Well, yeah. that that's a great question, and that's a question that so many Mainers have been asking over the last number of months. A couple places that you can find that information. One is at the legislative website, and that is legislature.maine.gov, and that's that's one place you can find it. But you know, actually, Bob, one of the places that I like to look up folks' legislators, um, if you Google the term, what is my polling place, Maine?, it pulls up a kind of a cumbersome main.gov. Um, it's It's got a long title to it, but you can usually find it easier simply by Googling, what is my polling place main? And it will pull up a main.gov portal where you can actually just plug in your street address and it will pull up your elected representatives Ooh. at the state and federal level and even the local level so you know who Well, you that's have. what I need. I need to go there for dummies and, yes. and find it. Absolutely. That's kind of like the the legislature for dummies tool, right? Who are my legislators? Um, just just Google that. Uh, look up my what is my polling place, oh, Maine. Wow. And yeah, and, and it's a great little site. You just plug in your street address, your town, and it will it will pull up your elected officials right there for you. Okay, my goodness. But this is, the cruciality of this bill is amazing. This bill would open the way for women who are struggling and confused and, and troubled and and facing a a very critical decision in their life whether to let this child live and give birth to this child and this legislation would 
greatly encourage, don't worry about it. You yeah. You get rid of it. Well, absolutely. It opens the door to, um, as I had said previously, you know, abortion at any time for any reason. And uh, this bill was presented as the quote unquote answer to uh, uh, this a situation. It, it's based on the case of a woman who um, her her baby was found to have uh, a a diagnosis that was incompatible with life and it was past the point of viability so she couldn't have an abortion in Maine and travel to Colorado. So the 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 uh, presentation of this bill was that it would fix that situation. Um, but if that was the actual intent, and, and I wouldn't support that bill either, but if that was the actual intent, it would be a bill that was narrowly tailored that said, you know, in the case of this type of fetal fatal diagnosis, yeah, it's a red you know, herring. right, it's yep. a red herring. And, and it's being used to allow for a bill that, that would allow abortion at any time for any reason. Because the, the stipulation is that a physician simply has to deem it necessary. Now, I don't know um, uh, of too many, you know, Planned Parenthood docs who are, are not going to simply say, you know, okay, yes, you, you lost your job and can't afford another child. That's okay. It's 28 weeks. Maine law allows for you to abort that child. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I as a, a longtime nurse, I'm not going to assume that everyone in the medical field is absolutely altruistic and uh, has <laughs> the best uh, the best intent, and uh, I think if, if whether it's mental health, whether it's life circumstances, whether it's physical health, whatever it is, um, there are zero parameters in this bill, zero safeguards, uh, and that's why you know we we do explain it as allowing abortion at any time for any reason up to birth. There are zero parameters in it, hmm. so that. Somebody who is facing that decision, that hard decision about whether or not to give birth to a baby that they didn't want and didn't choose, it kind of says, it's perfectly legitimate to say, well, this baby would ruin my life. Right. And so I've got to, gee, come on, you're cruel if you tell me I have to have this baby well, that's certainly one argument I've been hearing. Um, but the fact is that modern technology, we know a lot about babies well before 24 weeks. And uh, it's been interesting. I have a, a, a physician in my district, an OBGYN, who is actually, uh, I, I think he would identify himself as a pro-choice OBGYN. And, and he's been fighting tooth and nail against this bill um, because he thinks it's a, it's a terrible road to go down here in, in Maine. Uh, and, and from his perspective, and from certainly mine uh, and, and everyone else that I've spoken to in the last few months, Maine law is already quite broad enough up to 24 weeks you know um that we already have a very expansive law and to expand it to 40 weeks is so extreme and and yet it's it's almost as though folks in augusta my fellow legislators have just gotten so used to this idea over the last few months that oh no no big deal up to 40 weeks um it's a very big deal this is an extreme bill we would be one of only a handful of other states that have such an extreme law and uh and this coming on the heels of uh campaign promises by governor mills and others not to change the law 
here in Maine. Um, and then this, you know, complete flip-flop to put forward one of, mo- one of the most extreme bills in the entire country. Well, what, what do you think, Laurel, is the motive uh, behind, I mean, it seems evil, um, you know, from my perspective. Well, I think what we're seeing across the country, bills like this come forward in, you know, states that t- tend toward bl- being blue politically um, in the in the wake of Roe versus Wade being overturned. And, and we expected that, mm-hmm. you know, that that was what a lot of elections hinged on last year was the fact that Roe was overturned. And so um, really the thing is, though, Roe being overturned simply turned things back over to the states. It didn't change state law here in Maine. We have the same law we've had for many years now. And so um, it's it, that that decision is being used to uh, put forward extreme policies in places where uh, the Democrats think that they can get them passed. And Maine is one of those states. It's, it's a political agenda by the liberal left. And uh, unless Maine people continue to speak up and speak up very loudly over the next week and a half of the end of our session, then it will become law here in Maine too, which is why I've worked so hard along with a, a good team of folks to get the word out to equip and to mobilize Maine people to speak up against this legislation. We've got to stop it in its tracks. Mm. I'm wondering now, it, it, yes, Jim, Jim, hold that. We okay. gotta, we gotta go. <laughs> we gotta go we to gotta a break. Go to break. And, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You Wouldn't always you do that it? to me, Wouldn't Jim. You know yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll be right back. Uh, don't go away. This is so important. Um, I want to talk about a little bit. How did we get here in the first place? I mean, mm-hmm. that's just it. Just takes my breath away. I'm literally sitting here shaking as I'm, I'm talking about this. It's mm-hmm. it's it just is grievous. To be talking about this, this isn't political. This is this is uh, this is religious. It's 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 about our faith. It's about uh, what we hold dear to us. And uh, so, come back. We'll be back in just a couple minutes. Thank you. Welcome back to Simple Faith. Uh, we're here today with uh, Laurel Libby, our uh, state representative, um, uh, talking about a bill that um, that is encouraging abortion up to 40 weeks mm-hmm. uh, to the point of delivery. And um, Laurel, how did we get to this place? I mean, it's just, it just, you know, I don't know about you but uh, or, or the people out there listening, uh, but, you know, it seems to me that, uh, that, that even 24 weeks seems extreme to me. Uh, and, uh, and now we're talking about right up to the point of delivery. I don't understand. How is Christians? How is people who believe in the in the um, in the the fact that God knows us before we're born? He mm-hmm. He knew us as we were being knit together in the womb. You know how how did we let this happen? Well, that's a, a big question, Dale. And and to answer it, I I have to go back in time for myself a little bit. Um, I got involved in, in politics here in Maine about about four years ago. And like, I'm glad you did. Well, uh, right now, I'm, I'm so happy to meet you today, and I'm so glad you did. Well, thank you. You know, and and prior to that time, I was I was born and raised in Maine. I've 
we've been raising our family here. Uh, and uh, we just kind of, my husband and I, you know, we just kind of assumed that Maine was the state it always had been. And things would carry on um, as they were when we grew up. And one day, we woke up and looked around, read a newspaper. And, and that particular legislative session, there were a few bills in uh, that we, we kind of woke us up and we said, wow, wait, things are changing in Maine. Maybe, <laughs> maybe uh. we better wake up and pay attention to what's going on in our state. And uh, the three bills were regarding uh, medical freedom, regarding vaccinations, uh, regarding a, a uh, bill for taxpayer-funded abortion, and then a, a bill for physician-assisted suicide. Mm. And all three of those bills I had issue with as a nurse. I'm a longtime nurse. And so we kind of looked around, did an assessment, and said, wow, we better get involved. And, you know, here's the thing, Dale. I, I, I am... F- far from alone in that position. I think most of us Mainers, we just kind of want to live our lives and be left alone, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, if if we do that, if we just live our lives and are left alone and are not involved in, in what's going on in our state, actively involved, um, taking personal responsibility for what is going on in our state, that's what's gotten us here today. So I have to take some, you know, some responsibility for where we are at in our state. Um, I had never been politically active besides going to the polls. Uh, and and so since then, um, you know, that at that point, I started getting involved. I started calling my representative and asking her to vote a certain way quickly learned that she wasn't going to and so I ended up running for that seat running against her and uh, and firing her and mm-hmm. becoming state representative in her place and uh, so n- now I'm serving my second term but you know there are are thousands of folks in in my former shoes all around our state saying I just want to live my life and be left alone and when we do that we abdicate how our state is run to people who think they know how our state should look um, better than we do. And they have been running this state for decades and are uh, are moving an agenda that is not uh, an agenda that I want to see. It's not a, an agenda that um, embraces life and values life. And so now we are here at this point where they are moving forward a bill that would allow abortion, yes, up until birth. And if the main main church specifically does not stand up and start getting involved um, and remains hands off on politics, this is a moral issue. This mm. is not a, even a political issue, but kind of if, if the church remains hands off, then we will, this bill will pass, but not just this bill, we'll continue down this path um, it, towards a, a very different Maine. And so uh, that's kind of a, a long-winded answer to how we got here, but, you know, we get here when good people sit back and do nothing, Dale. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's right. Jim, you had a question, but I, I, I got a thousand questions in my mind here, so I'll let you <laughs> and, go. Well, one of them that follows immediately on that is uh, – the idea is why, why, what is it about the church that says church people, believers, Christians ought to be troubled and worried and concerned about this and ought to get involved? Why? What is there about being a Christian that says I ought to get involved in this and I ought to be, I ought to be upset about it? Well, I, I think you know there. Are, 
I would say <laughs> we should have been involved all along. <laughs> I think you're right, yeah. Um, but I think in this case, this issue is it's kind of waking the church up to the fact that things are, are not going right in our state um, because the life issue is uh, the most significant issue to a lot of uh, folks in our state because of their faith. And so, you know, it might not be as easy to see that our state is going in the wrong direction if it's regarding the state budget or uh, taxes or a a myriad of other things that, you know, perhaps are not uh, a moral issue, but are simply a conservative versus liberal issue, etc. But here we are, and there are all kinds of moral issues being voted on in our state house right now uh, by people who do not share the same morals, certainly that I that I have and uh, that I think many, many of my fellow Christians in churches around this state have. And so, uh, yes, I think a lot of our church folks are waking up to uh, where things are at in our state government in Maine right now because of this issue. Um, But we can't go back to sleep because if we leave the same people in power who are currently putting forward these these bills, uh, you know, a bill to allow abortion up until birth, we're just going to get more of the same. And so, yes, the Church of Maine does need to wake up, does need to address this, but then needs to stay awake and involved. How can we be salt and light if there's no salt and light in our legislature, if we are allowing uh, folks who don't share our, our same viewpoint on morality to be running everything in our state? I think that's so important. I think that's so important that we are vocal and that we are active politically but it's also important that we build a base of loving these women that are going through these terrible oh. decisions, and uh, and uh, offering them uh, support and uh, and and love. You know, we're not going to. Some of them might not want that. You know, probably won't want it. But the church has got to have a different attitude towards this problem. But altogether. why, Dale? Why should we love those children? Because Jesus. Where does it come because from? Jesus did that for us. Hey. And oh. and, uh, and and uh, and he says. You mean I, it's yeah. not my life? No, it's to not. do anything <laughs> I we want. We are with. we are servants of the Holy God. Oh. We're servants of Jesus, and we're He's our model, and that's what He did for us. I mean, He He didn't come for uh, for the religious people. I got a whole passage here I could read you <laughs> that uh, that you know the the religious Curiosity of uh, of our faith is is not what what uh, what, what Jesus was all about. He he wants us to love people and actively uh-huh. love people, and not you know you know help these ladies have these babies. You know come alongside of them and and uh, and and do something uh, to help them. You know this this life house is is absolutely phenomenal, but there's so much more we could do uh, in our churches, and I think that would keep us. Politically mindful of 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 what what uh, what what's going on in our state. If we just started reaching out and, and loving loving these people that that you know they you know we're horrified. Yeah, when having yeah. an answer when when a young girl who's frightened and confused and at a terrible di- point in her life yeah. to be able to say having this baby is not going to ruin your life. Right. I'll, because I I care. And I'm willing to do something to help you. So, so Laurel, uh, you know, talking about this bill, 1619, mm-hmm. um, say people, uh, you're asking people to come. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to meet with them, or, or can they seek yes. you out? Yeah, so um, uh, we have session for seven more days. Or we, we're scheduled to have seven more days of session. So we're in uh, the first 
Oh. first session our, our first session usually runs january to june this one's been a little bit complicated because of uh ending session early and coming back in and but we are scheduled for seven more days so that's monday through friday of this coming week okay. and then the following tuesday and wednesday and yes with at speak up for life we are encouraging folks to come into the state house to advocate in person with their legislators also to call their legislators and say vote no on ld 1619 um there are so many ways to get involved even now but it's urgent we are in a very significant time crunch here and exactly. so if folks want to learn more about how they can get involved right now they can get plugged in at speakupforlife.com sign up for our updates we'll immediately add you into our email update list and uh, we will have initiatives going on all week at the state house this week we have when folks arrive at the state house in the morning uh, you know whether it's 9 30 10 o'clock we have um, daily prayer and that is in conjunction oh. with the christian civic league and then also we have a handout that tells folks, you know, here are the things you can do while you're here at the state house to advocate with your legislators. Um, there's nothing like a face-to-face -face meeting with your state representative to have some accountability. They are serving you in your district. And so um, we would encourage folks to go to speakupforlife.com and get plugged okay. in there so that you can learn more about how we can stop this bill in its tracks right now during the last week and a half of session. And, and what day is the actual vote? Well, that's, you know, that's really key and why it's so important that folks turn out to the state house and that they're calling their legislators even this weekend. Bug your legislators over the weekend um, because this bill could come before us for a vote at any time. And in fact, I would anticipate that it will be brought forward when the Democrats are confident that, you know, the numbers are down. Perhaps, you know, people go home for dinner or, or something like that um, or leave for the evening. We'll have sessions that go late into the night and even into the next next morning, uh, the wee hours of the night. And so if legislators leave and aren't there to vote, you know, they oh, will run this bill at any time of day. They could sneak it in at any time. And so that's why there's some urgency here. We could vote on this bill theoretically as early as Monday. Okay. Or as, or as as late as, as next Wednesday. Exactly. Uh, and, and at any time in between. Exactly. Okay, anytime. but legislate, but it's within the next seven days. Yeah, we, I mean, they could always extend our session. There's nothing preventing uh. them from doing that. But right now on our legislative calendar, we are due to be in session at 10 a.m. every every day this week, Monday through Friday, and then the following week on Tuesday and Wednesday. You can call in at 725-9224 if you have some questions for Laurel or oh, text please. us at 576-5648. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, and uh, What is that number again, Dale? You can call in at 725-9224 or you can text us at 576-5648. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, and, and, and also, though, I, I got these two fascinating uh, internet addresses here that are going around in my head because uh, I can just see myself typing into the search box on my computer what is my polling place 
dot Maine. Well, if you want to find out your legislators, there's two kind of most common ways to do it. One is you can look at the legislature.maine.gov website. Okay. It's a little bit cumbersome, but you can look up your representative and your senator there at the at the site. But um, if you uh, have a little trouble with that site, it can be a little cumbersome. You can simply Google what is my polling place Maine, and uh, this maine.gov site will pop up and you just plug in your your address, your street address, and uh, you can learn who your elected officials are from that. I've got a text here um, from somebody. It says, it is an extreme bill on late-term abortion in Maine. However, it is also extreme in other states, stopping all abortion and making women and doctors be criminals. It's all evil. Don't be hypocrites, pro-lifers. Huh. Pro-lifers wanted Roe versus Wade overturned for 50 years to go back to states. Now it is back to states. Be careful what you wish for. And people just want government out of their lives to make their own choices. So not everybody agrees with us uh, today, do they? Yeah, no, not everybody does agree with us. Uh, you know, the question I'd have for the the person texting that is, well, the twofold. Yes, it is back to the states. And right now, here today, you know, we're dealing with what, what Maine's response is. And Maine does, yes, as the texter said, have an extreme response. Uh, and and so this is an extreme bill. It's, it's too extreme for even pro-choice folks in our state. And I guess my question would be, you know, when does the baby have rights? Mm. Uh, does the baby have rights at 24 weeks? Does the baby have rights at 40 weeks? You know, when when does it uh, flip-flop from being my body, my choice to there's a second body involved here? Mm. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that's why a lot of folks, you know, Speak Up for Life has been hearing from not just, uh, you know, pro-life folks. We have been hearing from folks who are pro-abortion, pro-choice as well, and they're saying this is too extreme. Mm. The fact is that most Mainers, pro-life, pro-choice, pro-abortion alike, are all saying this is too extreme for Maine. There is a, a small group of folks who are saying we want this law. It's the most extreme liberal left, and it is not most Mainers. Mm -hmm. But I hear this guy that, that sent us the text uh, saying that he's afraid that we'll go to the other extreme. Yeah, that's that's not politically going to happen here. And we just we don't have the numbers. It, it would be ludicrous to suggest that, you know, that the pro-life contingent could get anything through restricting abortion in Maine. That's not politically okay. possible. Okay. It's simply not. That's so the, don't be that, afraid of that. That's the reality of our state. Well, thank you for the text. Uh, we're going to have another break here in just a couple minutes. Uh, wh what else would you like to say on this, Laurel? Well, you know, I think it's been really the the most gratifying thing that has come out of um, Speak Up for Life and getting folks engaged and involved in the, on this issue is seeing folks who have never been politically involved before. You know, we talked about that 81-year-old gentleman who had never been involved and he came to the State House and uh, testified for the first time, is seeing folks realize that it's not hard to engage in the political process. It's not complicated. It's not hard. We overcomplicate it and overthink it sometimes. Just last weekend, we had a woman doing one of our action items, which was calling this certain list of legislators and saying, please vote no on LD 1619. And she texted me, never been involved before. And she said, you know what? 
uh, I have made those calls and now I'm going to go knock doors in my neighborhood and let folks know in my neighborhood that they need to also call and let these representatives know to vote no. And so it's been really exciting to see Mainers getting involved in that way, understanding that you can make a real difference here in our state and it doesn't take um, a huge, you know, you don't have to dedicate your entire life to politics, but you can simply take small actions every day to make a huge impact in our state. So one of the things that I thought of as you were talking uh, earlier was that uh, that you said stop up at the state house and, uh, and come on in and participate. Well, I wouldn't know how to do that. Yeah, I've you, never been to yeah, Augusta you, you'd before. Have, you'd have people there with uh, with the office numbers of, of our legislators that we could go uh, visit Abs- with them? Absolutely. So, um, you know. And they'd actually have time to visit with us? Yeah. So here, here's the deal. The legislature is in <laughs> session at 10 o'clock every day this coming week. And Hold, hold yes. that thought. we got to go to break. we got to go to break. Sorry. <laughs> we'll talk legislature <laughs> okay. after break. Okay. Good. Thank you. Good. <laughs> Good afternoon. Uh, this is Simple Faith again, and we're here with Laurel Libby, a state representative. And... Um, you can call us at 725-9224 or text us at 576-5648. Uh, we're going to read your text no matter what. Uh, and uh, we were talking a little bit before we went to break about how easy it is to, uh, to go up there and be directed to where and how to participate. Absolutely. So first of all, I'm going to remind folks to go to speakupforlife.com and get plugged in, get on our email list, and we'll let you know how and when you can make oh, an good. impact. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, you know, I think a lot of folks in Maine, including some of our legislators, have forgotten that the state house is the people's house. And uh, so, you know, it's, it's very important that people remember that and that they avail themselves of the ability to petition our government. So how do you do that? Well, we're in session uh, every day this coming week. Earlier this session, it was Tuesdays and Thursdays, but now we're pretty pretty full time. So this week, Monday through Friday, our session is scheduled to start at 10 a.m. We may be going well into the night this coming week and, and the week following, um, but folks can come up and be in the hallway. Come up to the third floor, be in the hallway, and uh, Google Google your legislator's face so you can recognize them as they're walking through the hallway. You can stop them in the hallway and say, hi, you know, my name is Laurel Libby. You represent my district, uh, and I uh, just wanted to, to put put a face to the name and tell you that I would like you to vote against LD 1619. Most Mainers are opposed to late-term abortion, and I would ask you to vote no. It can be as simple as that. And uh, this this coming week, we'll, we'll have some Speak Up for Life volunteers there. You'll recognize them by their uh, Speak Up for Life t-shirt or their pin, and we'll have a handout that explains, you know, these are the different things you can do while you're here at the State House. Um, grow, grow, we're growing the pro-life community. The, the folks... Uh, There'll be all kinds of folks that you can meet at the state house who feel the same way as you do. So if you ever feel politically lonely, like there are not more mm. people in our state that feel the same way as you do, then just come on up to the state house. Bring your kids, bring your family, uh, bring your homeschool crew. Uh, come on up and get to know the people's house because it's not our house, the legislator's house. It is the people of Maine's house. And uh, a lot of folks have forgotten that and need to be reminded. And so do come up. And this is a, a very important week for folks to be there. I think I'm going to go on 
as soon as this program's over, I'm going to go on speakoutforlife.com. Speakupforlife.com. Speak up for life. See, I wouldn't have but gotten there. But speak out too, but yeah. definitely go to speakupforlife.com. Speak, see, I'm, I'm glad you corrected me. <laughs> speak up. Yeah. I'm going to cross out the out, and I'm going to speakupforlife.com. Now, now I'm all set. Yes. <laughs> I'm all set. Well, now, if I go running up to Augusta, though, can, can I find the legislature building and is is it possible to find a place to park absolutely there's plenty of free parking ah. and uh and even if lots are full there's plenty of good parking within walking distance to the building and you really can't miss the capitol building it's got a pretty cool dome on top okay. of it and <laughs> uh the it, absolutely it's beautiful it's a beautiful building and so come on in the senate and the house are both up on the third floor uh there's usually oh, okay. seats open in the senate you can go in you can actually just sit in there and watch the the business of the people take oh. place you can sit in the in the uh viewing balcony overlooking the house and you can do the same there there's 150 seats there come fill one of those seats and watch <laughs> uh the business taking place on the floor of the house we have some exciting initiatives of speak up for life taking place this week uh and so you can come participate in in those uh monday we have a particularly exciting one so i'm looking forward to seeing folks at the state house um but as i had said earlier you can participate with us in the Christian Civic League and daily prayer at 10 a.m. Oh. And, uh, and, and there are definitely lots of folks in the know that can direct you with how you can participate in speaking up for life this week and the coming week after that Where at the is State that, House. that daily prayer? Does that take place in the main hall? Right in the hallway on the third floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Third floor hallway. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, how many people are going to be up there in those seats, uh, those 150 seats, uh, uh advocating one way or another? Well, that's a great question. You know, I haven't seen uh, very many folks advocating for the bill. I've seen a lot of folks up there advocating against the bill. Uh, it really was pretty remarkable at the public hearing for LD 1619. We had um, hundreds of folks come out to testify against it. And at the end of the day, there are uh, in the public record 1,184 testimonies against LD 1619, with only 72 testimonies in favor of it, Hmm. Uh, which shows you pretty clearly where folks stand on the issue of late-term abortion here in Maine. Um, So, yeah, we'd love to fill every one of those 150 seats with folks um, boldly uh, speaking out, speaking up against late-term abortion. And you think that in spite of all this activity on this bill, that it still might pass? Yeah, it, it still could. You know, the 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 majority party has been in charge of our state for a very long time, and mm-hmm. we have uh, allowed that to, to happen. And um, and so they are pretty determined to pass this bill. It's going to take all of us advocating against it and uh, calling our legislators, showing up to the state house to uh, to fight against it. And it's not a sure thing either way, but here's the, here's the thing. If we don't fight it, it's going to pass 100%. Mm-hmm. If we do then pass or fail, we will know we have fulfilled our obligation to speak up for life and to be salt and light and make our voice heard. Um, I wouldn't want to be in the position of of not speaking up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, who, who's going to make the determination of when the vote is going to happen? Is it whoever controls the... Yes, the, it is. Because I don't understand the, that much. And... Can they? Do they give any warning, or could they just 
That's a great question. So we have a, a daily calendar in the legislature that is put out the night before. Theoretically, uh, you know, they they would, if they wanted to be transparent, they would put the bill on that calendar and let us know that it was going to be coming up the next day. I think that's pretty unlikely. Uh, there have been a lot of um, a scheduling shenanigans going on to minimize the ability for Maine people to participate in the process. And so I would anticipate that they will likely bring it up last second on a supplement to the calendar. Hmm. Uh, and rather than being transparent, putting it on the calendar, I, I could be wrong. I hope that I am, uh, but I, I don't um, anticipate that I will be. We'll we'll see at the end of the day. Um, and so it's I likely to, to come up without a lot the of people warning. That are representing us up there, that they wouldn't well, be transparent. Yeah. I just think that's that that just disheartens me. I I hear you, but you know what that says to me? That says that they haven't been hearing from Maine people enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And they've forgotten whose house it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's our job to remind them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I really can't blame them. If we're going to let them get away with that, then why not? Yeah. Right? I blame them. <laughs> 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 I blame I blame either side for that. I right. mean, I, that, that's, uh, that this just doesn't sound right to me. It's not. Yeah. It's not. But we need to, we need to um, you know, put a stop to that. This, this fight doesn't end with LD-1619. Oh, no. It, you know, it, can, it continues on. This, this yeah. is just beginning. If we leave the same people in office, we'll be looking at the same bill next time around or worse. Yeah. And, and if so, Christians don't get involved exactly. in, in loving uh, their neighbors and loving their, mm-hmm. you know, some would say they're their enemies even, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, uh, that, you know, this is going to go on and on. We've got to change the conversation because this back and yes. forth, this this knocking heads, and one one side pulling one way and the other side pulling the other way, it just isn't getting us anywhere. We've got to change the conversation. And and let that's that's a weapon. Yeah. That's the yeah. weapon. Our love, and and the action of that love is the is the weapon that Jesus has given us mm-hmm. to, yeah. uh, to, uh, to 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 fight with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, law. Long term, we need to see a, a cultural shift in Maine. We yes. need to see Maine a cultural shift in our churches. Yeah, absolutely. We need to see Maine people stepping up and taking taking responsibility for for what's going on in our state and mm-hmm. and helping to uh, to yes shift the conversation and and help make sure that the people we are getting elected to office share our values so that our state can share our values. Mm-hmm. But it sounds to me like from some of the things that you're saying is I get a sense that God is is getting involved now that he's changing the conversation that he's introducing stuff into ordinary people's minds and hearts that weren't there before well it's his life you know life is precious life is precious and and i think that the fact that uh life is not valued by some of the folks who are running our state has shocked people into into waking up yeah. to that and and seeing the need to be involved well, well laurel you said something a little bit earlier how you fired your legislator by taking her place yeah <laughs> and you know talk more about there might be people listening uh that may be interested in that mm-hmm. how, how would they begin that process and and, and what could that look like? Absolutely. So, you know, I alluded to that this is not done with 1619. Um, and I'm involved with an organization. I'm a co-founder of The Dinner Table. And, you know, our one of our goals is to get conservative legislators elected to make sure that the bills being put forward in our state are are, are, are things that we uh, we value. You know, talking about, um, you know, our, our morals and our values. Well, if the legislators in our state don't share those, then we don't have a hope of getting those uh, those 
the agenda f- move forward. So, um, so the dinner table is actually uh, about to relaunch this month. So if folks are interested in that, they can find me online at laurellibby.com. And my cell phone number is all over that site. You can get in touch with me there, uh, laurellibby.com. And uh, I'd be happy to help introduce folks to that, to the dinner table. They can also get plugged in, as I've said, through speakupforlife.com. And uh, we will be putting out more information about the dinner table and about how folks can get involved there. So we do need to elect folks who share our values, who share uh, a a value for life in our state. Laurel is spelled L-A-U-R-E-L? Correct. Libby, L-I-B-B-Y? Yes. Dot com. Dot com. My cell phone is there, uh, my email, and so folks can reach out if they're interested in, in having more of a conversation about how do we make that cultural shift, how do we get folks elected who share our values and our morals, and make sure that the people representing us in Augusta represent what we what we want, what we believe. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, and it goes back, I, I think, of a, of a question that right behind that is, uh, where do I get my values? If I want to make sure that my values are being represented in my legislature, well, what values are those? Where do I get them? Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, Jim. I think that... Uh that uh, I think the question we have to ask uh, ourselves is, are these babies really valuable to us? Yeah. And uh, do, we, do we really believe that they were, uh, uh, that, that God knew them before they were born while they'd be knit together in the w- womb? And do these moms mm. really mean anything to us? And how can we help them uh, uh, understand that we have an eternal value that, uh, that uh, they don't understand yet, apparently? Yeah, and, uh, it's it, questions like, where does my life come from? I didn't invent it. I was the one who came up with it. I didn't make myself. Where, where, did, where did that come from? Yeah. Who's in charge around and here we, anyway? Yeah, I, I think, it really, do we believe that? I mean, yeah. as Christians, mm-hmm. do we believe that? Yes. And are we willing to lay down our lives? Because, mm-hmm. you know, in, in this culture, things are so easy. You know, we, we don't, we, we've got great vacations, great homes, you know, uh, nice cars, you know, how do you lay your life down? Well, this is how you lay your life down. I mean, for these babies and for these moms, uh, it's just it's a it's an opportunity that we have to serve the Lord that uh, that uh, might have escaped us for a mm-hmm. lot of years. Mm-hmm. I look at those people up there at the Lifehouse, and they're having a blast. I mean, they're <laughs> seeing they're seeing God provide for that place. Uh, you know, we've we've met with with a uh, hundred or so different ministries here over the last couple of years uh, here, and those people are all having a blast. You know, people are moved to tears here all the time uh, yeah. as they talk about what God is doing in their lives. And, uh, and I just think uh, we're missing out. As, as Christians, we're missing the, the meat of what it means to, to love the Lord and to serve the Lord. You, you almost wish the church people could be sitting here in the studio with us oh, when we do goodness, this program yeah, yeah. and see and hear <laughs> yeah, yeah. these amazing folks that yeah. are laying down their life for what they yeah. believe. Well, this is one way we can do that. And Laurel, we got about a minute and a half left, and I want to give you that minute and a half to, uh, to just once again Get us revved up. <laughs> Absolutely. So here's the long and the short. We've got this bill, LD 1619. It would it would make Maine have one of the most extreme abortion laws in the country. Would allow abortion at any time for any reason up to birth. Uh, and that is unacceptable to me. It's unacceptable to most Maine people. If you find that unacceptable, if you don't want to see late-term abortion in Maine become the law of the land in the next week and a half or so, that's how short of a time frame we're dealing with. Ooh. 
then go to speakupforlife.com, sign up for our email list, get involved, start calling your legislators this weekend. Yes, call them over the weekend, shock them, shock them into voting no, and uh, tell them vote no on LD 1619. If you don't know who your legislator is, uh, look it up at legislature.maine.gov. You can also find it just by Googling what is my polling place, Maine and uh, entering your address in the main.gov site you find there. But look us up at speakupforlife.com. Get involved. Help us fight LD 1619 so that we do not advance late-term abortion here in Maine. We've got uh, just a couple seconds left, and I just want to thank you from the bottom of my yes, heart for being you, here, Laurel. Uh, Laurel and, um, and I think it's time that we... Just know more about what's going on in Maine. I, I think uh, I think today has been a good introduction to that, and I hope that uh, I hope that this is a, a kind of a wake up call for uh, for our, our Christians and those that uh, that need to uh, really decide what their faith means uh, yeah. and, and what it's all about. So thank you so much for coming. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you all. Stay.